Hello and welcome to the Mindful Coach Podcast, a podcast where you'll meet the courageous coaches and helping professionals who value mindfulness in their life and work and hear their inspiring stories firsthand. You'll hear about new technology that is breaking new ground, as well as discussions with experts to help you be more successful in your practice. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you're going to meet some remarkable people. And I'm your host, Brett Hill. I'm a mindful somatic coach and founder of the Mindful Coach Association. I meet a lot of coaches working with the Mindful Coach Association. I'm so inspired by their stories and the courageous work that they're doing that I created this podcast so you can hear them too. If you're aligned with this work, then join us at themindfulcoachassociation.com, where you can list your services for absolutely free and receive invitations to community meetings where you can network and meet your colleagues. We hope you'll join us. And now, the Mindful Coach Podcast. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Mindful Coach Podcast. I'm Brett Hill. I'm your host. I'm a mindful somatic coach and founder of the Mindful Coach Association. And I'm doing this podcast because I'm deeply passionate about how mindfulness and the practices of mindfulness, as well as you could say an orientation around being mindful in your life, can dramatically improve a person's coaching skills and the outcomes for their clients. This applies not only to coaching, but to what I call helping professionals, or you might think of advising professionals, anyone in a role where they're professionally helping other people in some kind of advising capacity, whether it be therapists, facilitators, all different kinds of roles, counselors, um, even teachers, trainers, executive coaches, Whatever, you're, whatever a person is doing in that capacity, well, any capacity actually, but in this case, I'm focusing specifically on those kinds of roles. The value of mindfulness as a skill, not to teach it, even though that's a good thing to do, but I'm not talking about teaching mindfulness. I'm talking about a coach, or I'm just going to use the word coach, and please understand that's an umbrella for all these other professions as well when they have the capacity to be mindful and present with their own experience, as well as experience of the client, that's what I call coach-centered mindfulness, the quality of the work is dramatically improved. And I can make a fairly bold statement like that because there's a lot of research around this as well as the way it helps a coach to be a better coach. Let me go through some of the details along that. Before we get into the, you know, the ways that mindfulness helps a coach be a better coach, I want to talk a little bit about what do I actually mean by mindfulness because a lot of people mean different things. I don't want to spend too much time here because this is one of those topics that has been covered a lot. John Kabat-Zinn is often considered the person who brought mindfulness to the West, so to speak, by teaching and developing the mindfulness-based stress reduction training. Let's call it version one of quote-unquote secular mindfulness. And that opened the door to a lot of people because even though mindfulness might have fabulous practices and, and benefits, um, when it's embedded in a Buddhist point of view, and I, and I want to be clear, I have absolutely nothing against 
Buddhist points of view. In fact, I'm very much aligned with that. I'm not a Buddhist, but I'm, I just say I'm Buddhist aligned. It pushes people away because they don't want to have to adopt a particular spiritual or religious orientation in order to practice. John Kabat-Zinn did the world a favor by secularizing the practice to a fair degree. Now, there's some critique around the versions of mindfulness that are being taught around the, the world and around the planet today, and that they're still pretty um, embedded in, this, in these Buddhist roots. And I'm not here to, to argue about that, but I'm just saying, yeah, that's still there. There's still oming and beads and incense and things that go on around these mindfulness practices, which I personally don't have a problem with, but a lot of people do. And so there's another layer of mindful practices. There's another way to present mindful practices that really doesn't involve any of that at all. And so I'm talking about that kind of mindful practice. I'm talking about the kind of practice where you can learn to be present with your experience. And I, I actually like the Sean Kabat-Zinn definition, which is on purpose, put triple underscores under that, on purpose, in the moment, non-judgmentally. And whenever you engage in coaching in that way, it improves the quality of the relationship that you can build so much that the coaching automatically up levels because for, well, for a lot of reasons, which I'll get into. So it really is about the quality of presence, which is a whole other topic. The difference between mindfulness and presence is simply this, um, in my point of view. Mindfulness is a practice that creates a state in the coach where presence can arise. That presence is an emergent property in a mindful person. And you can, presence is, you know, one of those ambiguous things. Also is mindfulness in a way. It's hard to, you know, you can't pin it down. It's not, it's not like, oh, it's, and, you know, how much is an inch? Well, we can say what that is, you know. <laughs> what color is red? Well, we can say what that is. But what is presence? Mm, well, I'm not so sure. <laughs> but this is, you know, my take on it. That presence is an emergent property that, that simply arises when it can. And being in, the, when you practice mindfulness, that creates the neurological conditions that allow presence to emerge. And presence is one of the core skills, one of the core qualities of a coach according to the International Coaching Federation. I was um, fortunate enough to do an interview um, with Magdalena Nuke, the CEO of uh, ICF, uh, a year and a half or so ago uh, for a conference called The Future is Mindful. And in that she did a presentation on mindfulness and coaching, and she said mindfulness helps increase presence, and presence is the most important of the skills for coaches. And so there you have it, you know, from someone that should know, I would think, you don't get a whole lot more authoritative about coaching expertise than the CEO of the International Coaching Federation. And so if that's so, if that's the most important thing, most important attribute a coach can bring into a coaching context, 
and mindfulness improves that, then there you have all the evidence that you need that coaches will benefit from a mindful practice. And I want to be clear once again, I'm not talking about teaching mindfulness. I'm talking about the coach having mindful skills and bringing those skills into the relationship with the client. Super, super powerful, super critical. So there we have like presence, mindfulness, the definition of mindfulness from John Kabat-Zinn, the difference between teaching mindfulness and being mindful. And I want to talk now about how mindfulness can actually help in coaching. Like what, how does it benefit? Like there's one thing just to be present and with your experience. There's another thing for it to actually make a difference in the process, in the actual session. And result in better outcomes for the client because at the end of the day that's a big part of what this is all about the client has to actually go yeah this is working for me and i like it and that's what we all want right we want clients that not only like it but love it we want clients that are enthusiastically engaged in the coaching and maybe even another level like transformed like actually oh my god this is not just helping me it's changing me to be a better person and often when coaches who engage mindfulness in their work, they have that kind of an impact on clients, even if they don't directly go for, oh, I'm going for the big T transformation with my clients. You know, oftentimes it's not so, sometimes through what you say and do as it is who you are and how you show up that models for the client a way of being that can actually work really well for them. So that's um, how mindfulness helps a coach is that they model for the client what is it like to be in conversation with someone who's being mindful and present. And that is so instructive. I've had so many people tell me that simply being in conversation with someone who is, let's just say, holding space, I'm going to use a vague term like that, but being in present and receptive and um, making an effort to be aware of a pretty big space in tracking that's a skill uh, that I teach in the Mindful Coach Method, uh, tracking what's going on with the client and with yourself as well how to be present in a way that demonstrates to the client through direct experience, not some idea, but through direct experience, oh, wow, he's really listening. The only reason I'm able to do that at all is not because I'm a fabulous, skilled coach, but because I was taught that. I was taught how to be present in that way, and I practice it is something I learned from uh, Ron, uh, John Eisman, who founded the, what is it, Mindfulness Exper Mindful Experiential Therapeutic Approaches Center, the Meta Center in Portland, which is now closed. But he was a mindful somatic coach in the Hakomi Method and one he created called the Recreation of the Self. Incredible, brilliant stuff. So I studied there as well, where I learned some of these techniques. And I'm taking all of this stuff that I learned in somatic psychotherapy and refactoring it to be skills that coaches can learn. And so the foundational skill to make all of this possible is mindfulness. 
And so we start there. We start with simply saying yes to the coaches and professionals who want to be more mindful in their work. So I have created um, the Mindful Coach Association to help any professional who's in these one of these consulting advisory jobs, like uh, you know, therapists, counselors, coaches, who values mindfulness in their work uh, and also in their life so that we can have community and so that we can get to know each other, support each other, and particularly in this crazy world of coaching. I mean, if you're like me, and I'm a professional coach and coach trainer, it's crazy out there because of the number of people trying to pitch me on $20,000 masterminds and I'm going to be a seven-figure coach and I can deliver coaching from the beach, you know, pay them $20,000 and in 15 minutes a week I can be a multimillionaire. It's crazy the amount of stuff that's out there coming our way. And so the Mindful Coach Association is uh, a place where we can collect, connect with each other, uh, harvest our collective intelligence, share resources, learn about what we're doing, what our struggles are. Uh, we're going to be offering resources for people and skill training as well for those who are interested. And it's free to join the mindfulcoachassociation.com. And so you can just browse to mindfulcoachassociation.com if you're interested at all. Join up. It doesn't cost a dime. And you'll be invited to attend we have weekly meetings. We meet like Thursdays or Mondays at different times, depending on, you know, so we can adapt, uh, trying to hit a time when you're open. And you can meet the people and we can connect and really important connections have happened uh, in these meetings. And you're more than welcome if you're hearing this and you are aligned with this mission and purpose. I want to go back to some of the benefits of mindfulness for coaches because I've talked about how it helps clients through the demonstration of the experience of connecting with somebody who's mindful and present. Let's take that a step farther. When you are talking to somebody who's being really present in their, in their engagement with you, if you'll notice what happens to you, very often what happens is you get it that they're getting you. You get it that they're paying attention. Now, if you're a good coach, you're demonstrating that on purpose. You're making it clear to people, yeah, I, I'm, I'm being present with you. I'm really trying to listen to you beyond your words and get a really big picture of who you are and what your struggles are like so that you know, and, and in doing that, the client is going to have a response. Now, hopefully, the client will see that as supportive and uh, trust can emerge and they can begin to relax into the relationship as a container for doing the work. This is really super important. So the key point I'm trying to make is that being mindful and present with your clients helps you listen and be present in such a way that the client automatically begins to build trust and rapport with you. And it can happen very quickly. You can really quickly build a pretty deep level of trust and rapport with clients. Not, not like instantaneous, but faster than you might think when you are experienced in creating trust and rapport with clients 
in an authentically connected manner. Now, there are coaches and coaches' skills out there that teach you to create trust and rapport in a mechanical way, like just mirror them and speak back the words that they say to you does, does actually help in a lot of cases to cause people to think that you're paying attention. I don't mean paying attention like eagle-eyed, I'm watching every move you make, but more of a generalized open awareness that's operating in a very, very refined state of awareness for the coach. So coaches really receiving and on a lot of layers, um, I have a technical background, so I think of it as a stack, physical layer and the cognitive layer, the emotional layer. You're receiving a lot of information and you're just kind of watching all of this appear in your nervous system and observing and making intelligent coaching choices in real time as the client talks to you. And when you do that and you do it well, the client notices that and they begin to automatically kind of unfold and bring deeper issues into the coaching session than they might otherwise because you're creating trust. They begin to trust you with deeper and deeper issues that are harder and harder for them to talk about. And in this way, a mindful coach can create authentic trust and rapport very quickly or as quickly as the client will allow. And that helps you to do deeper work. And because you're doing deeper work, the work you're doing is more meaningful to the client. And consequently, your session work takes on an, a layer, a, a level of meaning to the client that often goes beyond the initial thing that they brought to you. So instead of working on, you know, how do I speak up in a, in a meeting, suddenly we're working on what is my relationship to showing up and taking a stand. And when you're working at that level, you solve not only the meeting problem, but a whole host of issues in a person's life. And so in many ways, a mindful coach creates the capacity to do this deeper work that's more meaningful to clients. And as a result, the work is more powerful and it has bigger outcomes or more impactful outcomes on your clients. And the final piece of this is when your clients get it, when your clients have these kinds of breakthroughs and you're, and you're a witness and a part of that, that's a pretty satisfying experience to, for, as for a coach to see someone have those kinds of insights and breakthroughs and, and growth in session and in, in their life. And so I want to say it improves the quality of the coach's satisfaction as with their own work. Uh, and so all of these things, the presence, the building trust and rapport, the going deeper, the more satisfying outcomes for both the coach and the client, the ability to kind of be present with unexpected scenarios in your, in your sessions. Um, so many things I could go on, like giving, giving, when you're mindful and present and you really reach a place where you can be kind of still inside, so you can create space in which curiosity can emerge. And curiosity is an extremely valuable coaching skill. I use it all the time. It's one of my favorite go-to techniques. 
So there's so many other ways that mindfulness can help you as a coach. And so this is why I believe that mindfulness and the practice of mindfulness is one of the most valuable skills, if not potentially the most valuable skill, that a coach can have. That creating the relationship with your client is such a central and important skill that makes everything else possible. And that's the reason I teach mindfulness to to coaches and want to um, help coaches be more mindful and present in their work. Because in that way, we can be a ton more effective in the world that we're working in. And we need mindful coaches to be effective. We need people. People need help. <laughs> wow. These days it's crazy, right? So people need help. And I believe that the that mindfulness as a coaching skill is transformational in not only the, for the coach, it can be for your client and for your session work as well. And for those reasons, I've, I've created this podcast and we're going to be, we've been interviewing and we will continue to interview other coaches who have the, many of the same orientations. They believe mindfulness is, is a valuable skill in their life and in their work. And they're bringing it to their population that they work with, whether it be children or doctors or laid-off tech workers or any of the other people that we're, we're doing interviews with. And then also the Mindful Coach Association, which at mindfulcoachassociation.com, where you can meet other people who are that this resonates with and it's a really amazing community of folk so please if you're at all inclined go there sign up and you'll get an invite to the meetings that we have and um and there's going to be plenty of other benefits as well people can discover your profile they can find you there by doing searches you can link to your profile you can post articles you can do all kinds of things there um so we have big plans for that and then also I have a class I call the Mindful Coach Method, and I teach coaches mindful somatic coaching where I take some of the techniques I've been describing and put them into a whole framework. Um, that's an eight-week class. That won't start again until September, but if you're interested in that, uh, sign up on the early bird list, on the wait list, and you'll get a discount when it does uh, registration opens. And you can find that at themindfulcoachmethod.com themindfulcoachmethod.com. So you can find that there and sign up for that. That's kind of the lay of the land for the mindful coach. Why I believe mindfulness is so imperative for coaches as a cornerstone skill from which all these other skills become amplified in their impact. Really can't say enough about that. When you become more mindful and present in your work, it lets you do this, bring the skills that you have into your session work in a much more powerful way. And that is a game changer. It's going to separate you from the crowd of coaches who can't do that. And I'm not trying to say they're doing bad work, but they're not doing that kind of work and are not doing it, not doing it at that level. And that's the work that people need these days. So that's it for me for the Mindful Coach podcast. Uh, so follow, if you like this, follow the podcast. Send it around to your friends. We're, we're just getting started here. Uh, we have big hopes and we hope that you have, have enjoyed the show. Please 
leave comments, write to me. Uh, you can find me at the Mindful Coach Association.com. Just search for Brett Hill and leave a message there or at my website, themindfulcoach.com. Happy to engage with you. Blessings to you. Stay present. And that's a wrap for this edition of the Mindful Coach Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this presentation. And if you did, follow us and leave us a review. If you're a coach or helping professional that values mindfulness in your work, browse over to mindfulcoachassociation.com and create a free community profile describing your services so the world can find you. And you'll be invited to exclusive community meetings where you can meet your colleague. I'm your host, Brett Hill, founder of the Mindful Coach Association, coach and coach trainer teaching the Mindful Coach Method. You can find out more about me at themindfulcoach.com. Until next time, stay present.